0: cause your home seems to move every time you come near and right now it seems so far from here i think i might have
1: disappeared <laughs> here we go hi i'm jared and i'm Jesse. and um uh,
2: <coughs> Hello,
1: <laughs> it's me, your Royal Highness, and she's the CBD to my THC, Jesse Leung. <laughs> and today, our butt of the Week is our pal, Teo Sefco, a.k.a. Scalloway. It's not that I want
0: to run away. Well, I just don't know how I can stay. When I see reasons, I see her. I'm going in the sun. Hey everybody!
1: <laughs> hi, hi. It's me. Do the you, blood of do, the you week. <laughs> do you use Scalawag in like interviews and and stuff when you're talking about music? Is it like your drag persona? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess so. yeah Yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't
3: be my drag persona <laughs> if I had oh drag what persona. would be you have a different oh, name in mind have. already i don't have a different name in mind i just don't think scalawag is a <laughs> name. it's not it's not creative enough in that in that way you Fair. know
1: would it be doreen <gasps> oh yes okay <laughs> wait wait a damn minute is my name in your phone still what i think it is Are-
3: aretha rosa yeah um you bitch i think, I think it automatically
1: updated no I don't, I don't know why it used to be yeah because yours in my phone is still doreen god of buffaloes <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, I, I like mean, those just came from i think because they're like the roots of our names like when you trace them back like mine is hebrew Jared and something means... else uh well mine meant like there was a wreath and then a crown oh i think i was that what? It, no a rose a rose. wreath and then crown or something like that, and I don't okay. know. And Teo came up with like a wreath of roses, and so he said Aretha Rosa, and Teo? then Teo was like God of buffaloes. <laughs> <laughs> but where did I don't remember yeah. where Doreen came
3: from? Is <laughs> um, because Teo Teo comes from like a lot of different places, but in in the English version of it, it's like Theodore. But then it also is like Theodora or like Dora, uh, Doreen, I and mean, that we just somehow um, got there. We got there, and then <laughs> wow. in Hebrew or something it, it means buffalo. But then yeah. in, in Latin, I think it means uh, God or something yeah. like in, in some sort of romantic language. It's, uh, <laughs> so, so it's sense. like Dorina, the God of the Buffalo.
1: Yeah yep and every time I text you I say hi Doreen Mm. (laughs) (laughs) and you always say hi Rita (laughs) (laughs) it's so good oh my god I'm glad we got that out I needed to know this I I, I figured we would talk about that at some point (laughs) right out of the the gate (laughs) okay so we know you from theater school uh, where we spent two years together I think because you graduated like a year before we did or something well uh two and a half though because i repeated, right uh
3: one term so yeah because when day. when i was Extra. an
1: a term you were my c term crew head on uh set yeah crew? Mm, good yeah. times good times my first
3: mm-hmm, crew mm-hmm. we built a set
1: together we sure did um, so when did you like i mean you always were making music but like when did you make the decision to fully like transition into you know scalawag as an artist and start producing your music
3: um well I've been, as you said, making music for a very long time. Uh, But originally I was in a band and we were making music and we created an album. We recorded it all ourselves, like in in his garage and stuff and released it in 2016. What? Um, And that was our first um, that was our first project. And then we continued to write together, but we didn't end up. um, We were in two separate cities because he was back in Smithers where I'm from. Mm. And so we just ended up not really being able to, like, m- write music a lot. And I stopped going up there f- during the summer because I wanted to be down in Vancouver to, like, audition and stuff. So um, I think af- in, tw- in 2017, that was the first year I, like, stayed in Vancouver. So we stopped writing music together. Um, but I-, I was still writing music. And so I just kept on, like, writing stuff and finishing songs. And then he just happened to not be there anymore. So I, like, finished them by myself. And then at some point, I just had enough songs that I had finished and, like, kind of felt like they were mine rather than ours. And then I Mm -hmm. recorded um, my first album. I think I recorded it in 2018. And then it came out a, a year later. I finished... I Sorry. I finished recording... March 15th, 2018. And then it, the album came out on March 15th, 2019. It was, wow. just, I don't know. I, I think I maybe planned that. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it, it somehow happened that way. Um, so it, it kind of happened because I was just, I was just always writing stuff. And I remember like, I would write stuff in my room, like when I was like 10 and stuff like I was just, I've just always been writing music. And so, um, I think the natural evolution to then, like write it for other people and start like performing it on stage and then start writing it and recording it so that it's like in perpetuity in that version of the song and stuff i think it's just a natural evolution and now i'm i'm just still in my room writing songs and and stuff so Um, did he
1: co-write any of the ones on your first album
3: uh he he performed on are are you talking about our band's first album or my yours My first album. So he helped. He helped. I used his studio. That's why. So I I like went up to Smithers and and recorded in his studio. Mm. Um, And so he was there. He gave me a lot of uh, help and like a lot of kind of like, you know, we have shorthand that we use and stuff. And it um, it was very helpful. But then also there were a couple of drum parts that I just like couldn't do. I wanted them to be more complicated than I could do. And so I like that was on itching. Which one? Uh, no, I, I, I did the drums on Itching. He did
1: Hanging Under. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, it's like a, the instrumental kind of rock yeah, 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 song. Yeah. I, um. I I literally, I listen to that album so much that like, <laughs> not, I not only know all of the words, but in the instrumental songs, I know all of the instruments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I sing along to all totally. of it. You sing, yeah, you do the, like, the melody.
3: Like, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, actually there's a funny story about that is that, um, he, he did a take, he, he, he did it in like three takes or something. And, um, on the third take, it was like perfect. And we listened back and it was like perfect. And then I had like kind of exported it just to send him, um, that version of it so he could listen to it and stuff. And then like, um, a couple weeks later he like messaged me. He was like, Hey, the snare in like this one part is just off and we didn't catch it so can you edit that to be like another take and stuff and so i was like yeah yeah pr- perfect I, i'll remember that and then i just completely forgot and so it's like <laughs> you know, on the album there's like just one snare that's like and oh my it's god i need to go back and when listen, you to listen to it but it's like it's quite off uh, oh from i've never noticed
1: local. it so now i'm gonna listen to it and see if i can find it yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i, I <laughs> so just
3: kinda... i always love like hearing people and their like stories of like fuck ups and stuff, mm-hmm. you know? It's just always fun to like
2: Yeah, it's the kind of thing that, that no one them. knows unless you talk about it. Yeah. You know, it's exactly. Like when you're on stage and then things go wrong but no one can tell. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> there's also parts where you say where you do things like you add like a little tag or something or like in the beginning of the song like you're like okay or all right and then like you kind of I think there's something you say at the end of one of the songs. Were those intentional or were yeah. those like just in the moment and you kept them?
3: Um it's like it's kind of a half and half. Like sometimes I honestly don't remember which ones are intentional, which ones are accidents, but like, I, I love that. I love it when people just do like kind of, they have, yeah, like, like you can hear you unplug something. in one of the songs too. Like yeah, yeah. that's fun. And it's just like, it, it just adds that atmospheric, like off the cuff nature to it. And, yeah, and yeah. you know, I feel like my songs really need that. Cause I'm for the most part playing all the instruments, like everything's just me. And so if you have like a song that's just like, you know, um, like, it, it doesn't necessarily have that like live feeling because it's not two musicians in a room like playing off each other it's just me yeah doing something to like what my past self but did. it feels and so, like
1: very intimate in that way
3: yeah and so I, I try to like add in a little bit of like off the cuff of like mm-hmm. you know t- maybe i'm talking to someone or yeah. like, whatever but just, you're like, talking to yourself. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> just, like, <laughs> right let's go you know yeah uh, um, all right hit record Yeah.
1: (laughs) like like, telling yeah just so where did scalloway come
3: from um i mean that's another thing too is like sometimes i just make decisions and for and think in the moment i'm like wow i made this decision i like fully thought this out and like it, it was such a long road to go there and when someone asks me about this it's gonna be such a fun story and then And then somewhere down the line, no one asked me enough and I forget, really. (laughs) It it has something to do with, um, I was having trouble coming up with a name. I I was like toying with the name um, unelected for a while. I wanted to be like unelected and write like kind of more political stuff. Um, And then I was like, yeah, no, maybe not. Um, (laughs) And and so I was trying to find like a name that was personal to me or or something like that. Because I didn't want to use just my name. I wanted to like have it be. of separate and be creative. And so I was like thinking back on, um, like my, my family history and stuff. And so I started researching and asking my parents, like where my, my grandparents were born or where they lived and stuff. And so I think I, I found out where all my grandparents were born and I don't really remember them now, but then I took Yeah, it was like, because my grandpa was born in Java. It's not called Java anymore, but at the time it was Java. So then I like just made a sentence with like Wolf River was my grandma. That's where she was born, I think. But like the French, like it was in Quebec. So it was French, but then the English translation was like Wolf River. And then I translated Java to coffee. And then like, and then I can't remember the other two. But then I made like a sentence of like a... I don't know, a a person is like feeding coffee to a wolf over a river or something like that. And then I like did an anagram and it came out as Scalawag. And so that's how I found it. And then I and then I looked up like what Scalawag means. And it means like a a, like a mischievous person, but only for fun, like not for Mm -hmm. um, like detrimental purposes. But then also the history of Scalawag is like actually kind of interesting because Scalawags were in like before the civil war in America, Scalaway kind of meant like just a like robber, or, like someone who like comes in, like steals your livestock and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during the civil war in the South, people used that as a term for someone who was anti-slavery but also lived in the South. So it was like someone who like, in, in I kind of extrapolated as it, like someone who like f- knows that they're living in the wrong part like they're they're part associated with the wrong part of like history but they're on the right side of history or mm-hmm. they like they know that they're in the wrong and so
1: they're trying to fix it from inside That's out, so interesting. I guess I, I can't believe that there's this Amount of story that is behind your name and nobody's asked you about it. I know. I am glad we got the exclusive. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, yeah. it's a
3: struggle to figure it out now
0: because it's also a struggle because
1: fucking Alexa won't. She doesn't get it. I say, play Scallywag, uh-huh. and she's like, I cannot find Scallywag. And I'm like, Scallywag. Yeah, Scallywag. Yeah. <laughs> like, and she doesn't it's do like... it. Aww. It's know, so annoying. She also can't find Didi Lecrae's either. Well. Fucking homophobic, mm. I think.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, so, Teo, you were talking about, like, getting inspiration from your family and stuff. Are they mm-hmm. also musicians? Is that how you got into
3: um, music? My my dad was, is a musician. He plays guitar and he sings. And so that's, um, that's, that's kind of where I, I think I started is cause he would, he would like sing us a, a song right before we go to sleep and stuff. And so, um, I was just always exposed to like live music, I guess like that, you know, it's, it's, uh, my dad in my room like playing guitar and singing to me but that is like live music and it's like i had a concert every night and he would like learn new songs and like teach us them and stuff and we'd sing along and stuff like that so i think that's that's where it is but i i don't think any like anyone else in my family before my like siblings and i because we're all very musical and my dad's very musical but i don't think there's um oh actually no my aunts my my dad's sisters are both very
1: musical i i well wow, so it had to come from your grandparents as well then <laughs>
3: yeah i don't remember them ever like, it often music, skips but. a
1: generation though like there's nobody else that sings in my family back until like my great 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 grandfather i think so it's mm. like and it just nobody else So, it's weird how that shit comes, like, down the line.
3: Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like we just all have it in us, and so, like, some people just don't cultivate that. Yeah, that's true. People just have, like... don't have a habit. Yeah, like,
1: my brother, like, had an itch for performing for a little while, and he was great at it, and he has the energy for it, but it's not a passion of his. Like, he can do it, but he's other things that he does. So, yeah, I mean...
2: I, I don't have yeah, the music yeah. in here, <laughs>
1: no. excuse me we did baptize me together and it was truly iconic was for
2: school. <laughs>
1: you had to but do that but it's okay
2: my sister has it she's exactly a musician. exactly my sister's a musician <laughs> and i just applaud her
1: <laughs> so when you're like writing what comes first like do you because you play everything do you start by like mm-hmm. just doing like an instrument to create like a bass la- not like bass instrument but like just a layer and then you write your lyrics or like what you, how, what's your process <laughs>
3: Um, yeah, my process is really just to like experiment. And so uh, I'm like, uh, like, like almost every song I've ever written comes out of like some sort of experiment of like, um, like back to the first songs I ever wrote was like, oh, I'm picking up this guitar for the first time. I've never played a guitar. Like, what can I do with it? And then I would just like, um, I didn't really like it. It's, it's very, um, overwhelming at first so i like only used like the the first three strings like the high strings and so i would like write a lot of songs with just those three strings um but it was like experiments and stuff and so i would just write songs um off that and so nowadays it's like whenever i like learn a new technique or i learn a new like um, way, like, stru- song structure or something, I, like, challenge myself to just, like, experiment with it, and then if something comes out of it, something comes out of it, but sometimes... Yeah, you
1: were teaching yourself, like, was it stand-up bass or something on TikTok?
3: Yeah, yeah I was trying to <laughs> learn the cello. like oh, the I, cello, um, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I, like, I never really had a chance to, like, learn those kind of... I, I don't even know what to call them, but they're, like, just that the string family of, like, yeah. the the bow. like, they're very, like, they're kind of, like, put on this pedestal as like the like the instruments mm-hmm. and so they're like very orchestral and very like the the knowledge is very like hidden yeah. away and stuff and so i i was like well i learned guitar by myself i learned piano by myself like i'm i'm gonna learn the cello by myself and then it was very very difficult and i was renting it from long and quaid and i was like i'm spending too much money to learn something <laughs> that i just like cannot learn you know? <laughs> so it's um, done
1: rest in peace yeah yeah
3: rest in peace the cello i I (laughs) gave it a good shot for like two months maybe but i also just got i just started getting busy like i was Mm -hmm. you know recording this next album and um i was like well i'm not gonna get good enough at cello like to record myself so i was like you know I'm, i'm gonna start like focusing on the stuff that i am gonna record like i have to brush up on my trumpet playing and all that stuff so um i just i just put it aside but yeah the, the second future.
1: album still has like the same like egg vibe but what do you think is different between your that first album and your second
3: i think i just i've learned to like layer stuff properly like in the first album it's very um for the most part it's very sparse like it's it, like half the album is just guitar and singing mm-hmm. with like maybe a little bit of bass in there um and when i do add other elements like drums and, and trumpet and stuff and it, dogs and, barking and dogs barking. Um, <laughs> it, it, I think I did, I think I did a re- pretty good job, but I, I'm just better at it now. And yeah, like I just have a better feel for like the flow of a song and like making sure it doesn't, um, lag for too long. And like, You know, I had a habit of writing songs that were like five minutes long and uh, (laughs) I don't do that as much unless it really changes and goes through different um, kind of movements or whatever. What's your favorite song from your first album? From the first album? Mm -hmm. I think One Heart, maybe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's very hard to talk about these songs without like immediately going like, oh, but this is what I would change about and stuff like that. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, I really do like that one other than the intro. I I'm One Heart like, is like,
1: really like tied thing. for first for me, but it's slightly beat by Orion. Is that how you say it? Like Orion's yeah, Belt, right? Orion. Yeah. Um yeah. B- because like One Heart is like I think like 2 minutes. Um mm. but then Orion is like 5 minutes. So <laughs> it's more more joy. <laughs> no. It's longer. No. I listened, I literally I'm like I'm I probably i'm not even kidding you like i pay your rent like i'm <laughs> like i listen to that album so much oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, i literally thank you, thank it's you. like the perfect when you're just like like mindlessly like making dinner and like i literally played it in the shower the other day nice, that's it's just fun. so good <laughs> i'm happy yeah i'm happy that you like it so much and then what's your
3: favorite from yeah. your second album um i think i mean it, i'll be playing it later on <gasps> um it's called sleep alone mm-hmm. uh, and I just I I, I really like it because it's very personal and it's um like more simple I guess it's like um sometimes it's hard to just be simple and and be like that's enough it's yeah don't need anymore but I think with that one I was like yeah that doesn't really need much more than just a simple like drum section very simple bass section like um a little bit of trumpet and just like it it speaks for itself and the lyrics are kind of the point of the song so as long as those stand out then it's great and i and i think i, I like it but yeah what do you find at at you
1: point? like pull from the most do you pull from like do you like make the fictionalized stories do you pull from like personal life um like like what what's your muse I, yeah i mean i i
3: really like i really like I don't do it so much anymore, but I really like having like a personal story that I like put through the lens of a fictional story. So a lot of like on the first album, I did it a lot with like Juno. It's like very mythic and it's very like grand, but Mm -hmm. it's also very personal to me. And like, it's a, like it came from a very personal experience, but then I like filtered it through Roman mythology, like kind of, and then it like just became this like mythic thing of like, Um, we're gonna go and sleep at the bottom of the ocean until the world fixes itself and then we'll come back up and we'll like be the new
1: adam and eve or whatever like (laughs) um i need you to tell me what separate clothes is about (laughs) (laughs) um i mean i feel like
3: see separate clothes is like very self-explanatory in in some ways but also not so much like it, it really is about Uh, gender and like gender expression and and, like the search to find like what that means um i know that for me like it came out of a a time when i was just like really trying to figure it out for for a very long time and it was like difficult um and then i wrote the song and it's like very literal i
1: guess like i don't know well that's what i got from it yeah (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it's just like why Why
3: is this such a big deal? I guess. Exactly. Is kind of what it is You know, totally. <laughs> and I, I just like I'm, I have so many people in my life that like, you know, are non-binary or, or like or trans and stuff. And so mm-hmm. I just I wanted to write a song that like talked about it and like was like, hey, society, what the fuck is this? Um, and it, for a long time, that was like the only song I had that was like very much just like, pointed towards mm-hmm. one subject and very, like, that's, you know, um, like, very self-explanatory as a song. I, I feel like I'm writing a bit more towards that direction of, like, personal experience and stuff.
1: Yeah. Do know. you plan on getting back to acting? Or do you, like... I feel like the pandemic probably gave you, you know, like, no, nobody could act, so you, you yeah. had plenty of time to write music, I would assume.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. For For a very long time, I viewed my music career as, like, filling in the gaps of my acting career. So I would like do a show and then I would have another show lined up for like a month later. And so I'd have a month in between where I would just be like, okay, well, I'm going to, you know, record something or I'm going to go on tour or something like that. And so, um, I, I got into the rhythm of that, like very effectively in, in 2019. And so I like wrote, I like released my album and then I went and did a show and then I did another tour and then I went and like went on tour for a bit with a uh, green thumb and then Christmas. And then I had another uh, tour with green thumb and then I had another, I had plans to do another tour. um, But then the pandemic happened. So Mm -hmm. I was like, that was what it was going to be. And then when the pandemic happened, I was like, well, you know, I, I can do music myself. I can't like, be in a show by myself. So I just, it just naturally fell to like, I'm going to start writing and to like record an album by the time I'm out of this pandemic, I'm going to have an album recorded. And so I, I have that, like I have this EP it, that came out, um, like a, a month ago, but then I also have like, you have another album coming song that's going to come up. <gasps> yeah. I, I feel like, yeah, I like the, the album exclusive. Is be, <laughs> yeah, I haven't really like talked about it anywhere, but mm. I, that's been my plan for um, this whole time is to release an album, and I originally wanted to release the album last September, like the all twelve tracks of it, and then I don't know why i thought i could do that in that (laughs) amount of time because now it's not going to be out until like next july
2: i really loved the music video that you just released that uh, matthias helped direct and film and all of that good stuff um and i was very curious about how you came up with the concept of it i just thought it was so creative and everything about it was just so fun and very yeah. you but also i think everyone involved is it was like a very good representation of all the people that came together yeah. to put that video together so i'd love to hear yeah. a little bit more about that
1: and matthias is also going to send us a voice clip too to talk about his experience directing
3: oh, yeah. oh nice okay great <laughs> um yeah well it, it was matthias's idea um i had written the song and it was that song came very easily cuz i was like it was i think mar uh like late april or something and i was like playing around on my computer just like making sounds and i learned how to sample stuff and so i just sampled a piano and then like built the song really quickly and then wrote the lyrics and the lyrics are very much just like i want to go like dance on a beach. And that's like, literally the whole song is just like, I wish I could go do that. And then I like went back and kind of crafted the lyrics a little bit more so that it would, it would like have a bit more of a meaning rather than just like, Oh, I need to get outside. (laughs) But it's like, it's about, you know, needing to get out of your head and like have like a healthy relationship with your body and like your creativity and stuff. Um, and so I think Matthias, I was just like telling him this and then he came back and he was like, well, you said something about like, you know, you, you need to get out into the nature to like clear your head, get out of your head and stuff. And he was like, what if your body just like forces your head to go out in nature and like, you know, and then the video came and it was a very simple idea. Mm -hmm. And like he, I was like, I love it. And he ran with it. And then he got, um, aerial Slack on board mm-hmm. and like, you know, they did an amazing job. Like they created all the, like, um, like they created all the props and stuff and mm-hmm. like made sure that everything was running smoothly in terms of like the, like the shots and like how the shots were set up and stuff. And it, it really was just like the four of us with Liam Stuart Megan yeah. yeah. as mm-hmm. the body double, like it was just the four of us, like over two or three days, just like, making it happen.
4: Hello, my name is Matthias felvi and I am the director, editor, and cinematographer for Runaway. I almost gave up on Runaway. I was listening to it and, and man, I really liked the structure of the song. I thought it had a lot of potential, but I just couldn't get any pictures in my head. Like I said, I almost gave up on it and I listened to it one more time and I saw this headless guy walking around with his head like in his hand and I think it was it was on the line I don't know how it got so bad it just on that first line it just hit me like oh my god how did it get so bad and so that idea came and I started thinking about it like okay what's the metaphor here and and it just kind of came to me that you know it's like that kind of you know we get stuck in our heads and we got to take our heads off once in a while I know I do I just whipped this quick little storyboard together about this head taking this his body taking a head for a joyride and what that is and, and where it would go yeah that's where the idea came and then I pitched it to Teo and he absolutely loved it and I told him like yeah man I, I'm totally down for this but I don't know how to do this so be patient with me as I will try to figure out how to do some visual effects for you so I did all the effects I basically from scratch just went on YouTube learned how to do visual audio effects the uh, visual effects pulled my roommate Aiden into wearing a suit for me, and we kind of bought a blue shirt from a uh, thrift store and just like cut it up and went to the park. And I just started learning how to do visual effects. Um, I spent, you know, definitely like a couple hours every day for a few weeks, going frame by frame, making everything, you know, look good. Going into this project, I told teo I was like, listen, this is gonna be like, this is gonna have this like be movie this kind of like sam raimi feel to it this campy feel to it because i think this this song has some of that and i believe you know it fits with the brand of scalawag this kind of this quirky fun time easygoing music tayo and i started to walk uh started location scouting we started going on some hikes and spending a couple hours just hiking and Finding potential places to shoot, and then uh, we ended up at uh, Minicata Regional Park. This beautiful little park just outside of Coquitlam, and uh, it was just perfect. It wasn't a it, it wasn't a hard <laughs> hike, so that a few of us could actually, you know, four of us could out go out and actually do the hike. And uh, yeah, it turned out really, really good. I was really, really impressed. also
2: I have to say that I love that you just tossed your head off the cliff <laughs> relatable just, I, don't. Oh, I got a headache right yeah. now <laughs>
1: so shall yeah. we get to your performance ah, oh my god oh yeah sure, sure. let's do this so what yeah. song are you yeah. gonna be performing for us today I feel like I'm on I'm like where's my buzzer <laughs> like, I'm on the voice <laughs> um, I have got doing... a spinny chair too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nice
3: Uh, It's Sleep Alone, and it's off my my newest EP that came out on July 23rd.
0: You've been gone for so long Forgotten what your face looks like what it feels like Your words still seared into my ears From a long-awaited too short phone call I'll see you soon I'll feel you soon Cause we're not meant to sleep Alone, I'll call your name out till you fall and tell me one last time (laughs) you're coming home. You're coming home. Said you'd be happier than you or me could ever dream, I disagree, Cause you and I, we've come so far since laughing like we own the bar and being asked to leave say put out the sugar for the morning coffee no we're not meant to sleep alone i'll call your name out till you phone and tell me one more time that you're not coming home That you're not coming home Cause your home seems to move every time you come near And right now it seems so far from here I think I might have disappeared and then I felt it coming whether I wanted it or not this lonely feeling this lonely feeling There you're not coming home
1: Featuring the mail notification. I don't know, was
3: that me? No, that was mine.
1: (laughs) God damn it, it was indeed.ca. Not (laughs) even important. Not even important. Oh, that was so good! Oh gosh, thank you. For oh, thank that. you. That was fun. We've never gotten to do something like that before. <laughs> nice. So, okay. So it's time for you're not gonna believe this, which is story time. Um, do you have a crazy story from I don't know your musical career performances, a new song, whatever? What do you got? <laughs> I have a new song?
3: You just really want to hear the new song? I want
1: so. some tea. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um,
3: I don't actually. I don't have any like crazy stories from being like on tour or anything but i do have when i was when i busk like when i busk i have a lot of um people come up to me and like just talk to me Mm -hmm. and and, like they don't give me money but like they just talk to me um and it's like for some reason and it happened a lot more like when i first got to vancouver and i was busking and i'm not sure what changed like maybe my like it's the hair small town like <laughs> demeanor went away or something like I looked less approachable
1: or, or something
3: <laughs> like that but like people would just like come up to me and like talk to me like tell tell me their life story and just like immediately try to like um connect with me and like I had one person who came up and was just like do you think that shame is worth it and I was like Uh, and we're not meant to (laughs) sleep (laughs) (laughs) and
1: and like she had
3: um, kind of like an eastern european accent and like it was very hard to understand her but she like it just she like was telling me this story about like how her boyfriend used to like sell drugs and like he was like on the run and like took her with him and like she was like sleeping on like the floor of some like like really sketchy places and like hoping that the door didn't get like crashed in and stuff and she just like came up and like told me this story and was like do you think like i should be ashamed of the things i've done and i'm like no i don't know like uh, <laughs> depends
1: uh, what those uh, things that uh, are bitch yeah, like
3: <laughs> you know um and like yeah I, i've had
1: that kind of stuff
3: happen. <laughs> like so yeah you're
1: not wow. going to believe that I okay guess.
3: wow
1: i feel like okay yeah I don't know. what you you were you graduated by the time we got to um what the fuck no you were in it what the hell was that show called the oh, camp where, we were all fucking not allowed to shit shower and shave fuck oh, wilderness <laughs> wilderness there you go <laughs> oh you were no, in that I wasn't in that one no I was in oh um, you're on your I farm out, out. Yeah, that's right out, uh, but we used your little box but thing. I watched it And we used a little boombox. Yes, we did do that. But so my, you're not going to believe this. You should remember this. um, Was when uh, that was my song that I sang in the um, in the show. Wish you were here. And we were starting the song and we were going along, and then fucking William, who's playing the guitar, the seat that he was sitting (laughs) on, (laughs) he was sitting on this like tiny little triangular, um, like. The like camping, camping chair, chair. Yeah. that was like yeah. just big enough to like fit his butt on it like it was yeah, 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 yeah. And it just broke <laughs> <laughs> and he just like <laughs> splutted to the ground like a baby giraffe <laughs> and he continued wow. playing and i was like wish you were here <laughs> <That> <laughs> and then show. he oh still god. continued to use it for the rest of the show and every time we'd be like oh god here it comes his butt sit down and it broke another time but he was like what and he caught himself and he stood up <laughs> We ended up getting rid of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there were a lot of things a... that went wrong with that show. Yeah. <laughs> do you have a music concert? I don't know, performance-related story. Um,
2: I've been to a lot of concerts in my <laughs> life, um, and concerts in Brazil are fucking mayhem because wow. there's no, there's no, you know, not that there's no security, but they don't care how many people they can cram. It's just about making money. So you just go into the audience not like the seated ones you just fit as many people as you can wow. and people literally die because there's too many people and you get trampled to death and,
1: oh my god and things like that um, all your concert stadiums must be so haunted
2: <laughs> i mean that's also where we have soccer games so yeah sure
0: <laughs>
2: so i think i went to a linking park concert and that was seventy-five thousand people <laughs> That's I almost passed out Because I was being squished so much But I was determined to make it to the front Which I did <laughs> So that was good But I didn't die But um, the Aerosmith concert That my sister and I went to That was also like 60,000 people And my sister somehow managed to throw her bra To Steven Tyler That was really exciting.
1: (laughs) Wow. Wow.
2: (laughs) Yeah. That probably
1: got sold on eBay to somebody.
2: (laughs) Oh. uh, I don't know about... I don't like that. Uh, But then, yeah, I did go to a couple, like, other metal concerts. And I was in the middle of a a mosh pit. But I didn't... Like, people get so aggressive in them. And I just, like, have Mm. fun. But I don't want people to, like, punch me or anything. And there was one guy that was just, you know, doing the arms thing. And I... Mm. I like kicked him so hard. I felt bad for him because I literally Badass. saw his hair go triple. Wow. <laughs> he had like whiplash. Wendy from- Wu,
1: Homecoming Warrior. <laughs> yeah. It was, it
2: was a little too strong and everyone was like, Jesse, don't hurt people in a mosh pit. And I'm like, I did not mean, meet- it was my survival instinct just kicked in and I literally booted him across oh the mosh pit. But uh, I'm sorry. I hope he's okay. If you're listening. <laughs> yeah, if you're listening. I didn't mean to do that. Oh my God.
1: So Teo, before we wrap things up, where and what are you doing? Where can people find? Okay, you have a lot going on. You've got like mm-hmm. merch, your album, your tour, your music video. Yeah. So plug everything. Oh my God, we'd be here for so long. <laughs> um, I'm gonna
3: plug. I'm gonna plug the fact that I have three new music videos um, that have come out over this past six months, seven months, eight That's months, amazing. whatever. Wow. Um, that you can check out on my YouTube or my Facebook or my uh, Instagram, my Facebook and Instagram are the Scalawag music, all A's in Scalawag, Scalawag. Um, and my YouTube is also just look up Scalawag and you'll probably find me Scalawag music. You'll probably find me. Um, and I have a website, thescalawagmusic.com where you can find all of the things that I do. You can listen to my music there, which I have a brand new EP that came out a month ago. Um, on there that you can listen to. I have an album that you can purchase in on CD format, um, and you can also buy brand new T-shirts designed by my sibling. I want, one of, those. Sibling, I want one of the sweaters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or you can get there's also crew neck sweaters. Um, <laughs> I finally figured out how to get those, and nice. that's good. So yeah, um, go and check that out. And
1: you are also going on tour uh, across oh. BC or more?
3: Yeah, um, BC and Calgary. Mm. So that's Ooh. that's my one Alberta stop.
1: Starting, when? Go. we're going cross provincial baby. <laughs> <laughs> provincial, um, yeah, yeah. It's it starts in Terrace on the sixteenth
0: of September.
3: That's where Jared's from, <laughs> um, and then it ends on October sixth in Vancouver at Gilt and Company. Um, so <gasps> yes. yeah, but Sign I'll be us playing up. in putting that in
2: my calendar Can We make our
3: reservations nice. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but, yeah, I'll be playing in Terrace, Prince Rupert, Prince George, Smithers, Nelson, Kelowna, uh, Calgary, Golden, and Fernie. Wow. And Vancouver.
1: So Amazing. Yeah. Wow, wow, Oh, fun. my God, that's so exciting. I love that. Okay, let's try to do our outro. Um, Taylor, you're the I musician here. Me. Can you sing it for us? <gasps> oh, wow. I'm I'm responsible for
3: creating your jingle.
1: <laughs> Can you make a jingle? Um, yeah.
3: THC, you later.
1: Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> it. it. <laughs> All right.